podcasting from Ocala, Florida, the horse capital of the world, this is Parables, Life Lessons from a Horse. And I am your host, Kat Chrysostom, founder and owner of Benefab, author of Broken to Branded, and most importantly, an animal advocate and a positive leader. This is a podcast showing how love, connection, and trust translate into leadership and how horses have led me into becoming a better leader for myself and in my business. I'm so glad you've joined us. Now, let's learn something new and have a little fun, shall we? Hello and welcome to another episode of Parables Life Lessons from a Horse. I'm really glad that you're here. And I wanted to, you know, I think we have a really important message to share today. And I have an amazing guest that's going to be joining us here pretty shortly that I'll be introducing um, that's been on the TEDx stage and has coached thousands of people. Um, But before getting into that, one thing that really attracted uh, me to, to sharing her with you guys is that she talks about how to build your courage muscle. And I know for for those of you, I know we're all animal lovers here, uh, but for those of you who are horse lovers um, and, and maybe even have a horse of your own, you know that horses are the ultimate prey animal. And, you know, they are flight animals. They are always looking for how can they be safe and, you know, what's endangering them um, and how they can get away from that. And it's interesting when um, knowing the story of Para, he came to me, he had no confidence. He had almost no courage to speak of. And that all had to be brought out of him. He had to learn that he could trust humans again and that we were not here. You know, I was not here to hurt him. Um, But one thing that really challenged us with that is I'd I'd come such a far ways and I took him on a small trail ride and we were riding through this forest and we got to not even a creek. I mean, this was a basically a puddle. Um, It was, it was in the shape of a creek where, where water had, you know, uh, been, been moving. And so it had made the ground like really boggy soil and it had some moss layer on top. And of course it looked different than the hard ground. And he, at first he went in and he just put his, put his hoof down on that moss and it sank in. And that was it. I mean, he went backwards and he didn't want to go near it again. And, you know, we had all these uh, issues trying to get him over it. And I um, was with a good friend of mine and I ended up stopping. And he then the next day helped um, to address the whole issue and, and we got past it. But really what it boiled down to was we built Para's confidence and we became, you know, he became more courageous because he learned that he could do that um, and that there was nothing to be afraid of. And sometimes I think that that is something that we all struggle with. I know I struggle with it in my own life, you know, challenging myself to do new things. And it can be scary. Taking that first step can be 
frightening. And once we do it and we realize there was nothing there to, you know, hurt hurt us, then we're more willing to do it the next time. And then all of a sudden it becomes like there's muscle memory. Um, and then, you know, now it's progressed for para that we are going over through creeks and now we can go into water that's not clear where he can't see the bottom and you know he's now pawing in it and playing in it because he's having fun with it and I think that that is something we can learn from him is that and and that experience is that we can do that same thing when we're afraid of something take that first step Push yourself, realize there's nothing to be afraid of and to continue doing it until that becomes muscle memory and then pushing yourself a little further and a little further until all of a sudden we look back behind us and we wonder how are we ever afraid to take that first step. So our guest today is going to talk about just that, how to build your courage, how to be courageous and really how to just break the ceiling that you have for yourself and transform your life. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our guest. As one of the first female success coaches in the country, Mandy Bass has helped thousands of entrepreneurs break through their income ceilings, reduce stress, and lead more fulfilling lives. What she didn't know was how important these skills would be in saving herself. On February 7, 2016, she suffered a brutal attack on her life when a college student broke into her home in a drug-induced rage and nearly beat her to death. Against all odds, she got herself back on her feet and rebuilt her business and her life. Mandy shares lessons she learned from the attack and her journey through healing, both for herself and the man who attacked her, in her book, Taming the Takalash Through Fear into Healing. Mandy's courage to face and forgive her attacker was featured on the Today Show and in People Magazine and also earned her a place on the TEDx stage. I'm really glad you're here today, Mandy. Welcome. Hi, Kat. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I'm really excited for you uh, to share everything you have to offer. I, of course, have read your book and um, watched your TED Talk, which I loved, and uh, also watched the uh, interview with Megan Kelly on the Today Show, which for folks who are listening, if you haven't seen that, I highly encourage going to YouTube and looking up Mandy Bass, the Today Show. Um, her story is incredible. Um, but I want to ask you, you know, we're obviously in your introduction, we know you went through this horrible attack and you've obviously turned your life back around. But was that attack, is that what really almost tapped into this courage muscle that you talk about in your TED Talk? Or was that, were you always so courageous? Well, you know, I don't know if courage is really something you either have or you don't. Mm. Um, I think for me, courage is more a decision that we make in every moment. Mm. Every moment of our lives, you know, we're either exercising courage or we're not. You know, courage can take place in a lot of different, you know, we think about it in these big terms, you know, in terms of facing my attacker and those kinds of things. But, you know, it takes courage. It takes courage to go out and be in business for yourself. 
Mm. It takes courage for some of us who, you know, have a strong facade to ask for help when we need it. Mm. It takes, you know, a a lot of things in life take courage. It takes courage if you, you know, um, go to school in another state or even away from home, you know, or leave Mm -hmm. home or stay at home, (laughs) you know. Um, uh, It takes courage to face yourself and to face the things that you don't like about yourself. So courage is it's a decision that we make um, in the moment. And I don't know that it's something that, you know, we have or we don't have, but I think the more we exercise it, um, just like a muscle, the stronger it gets, the more we build up that ability, that resilience, and the easier it becomes to use that quality that we all have inside of ourselves. Mm, Yeah, that's really good. And it's interesting because I feel like, um, you know, you think about courage. And when I think about courage, I think about confidence. Um, And I think you have to have confidence to be courageous. Um, But it's an interesting, like, I think they go hand in hand. But what would you say are, like, top three things that people could use actual tools to kind of build that courage muscle and to become more courageous, even in those everyday activities that you talk about? Well, I think, um, so I would say that some type of mindfulness or meditation practice where you have, take the time to get to know yourself better. Most people really don't know themselves, we get so busy and we're so busy in action in our lives that we don't really take the time to know and understand ourselves. Um, So, so, you know, applying that time for your own self-knowledge and cultivating an attitude of acceptance towards yourself. You know, Mm -hmm. what you, a person cannot get from anywhere else or cannot give to anyone else something that they aren't already given giving to themselves so giving ourselves time and acceptance and patience i think um is a way of of cultivating an attitude that allows for failure because let's face it when you're when you have courage or when you are wanting to be more courageous in whatever you're doing in your life, uh, things are going to sometimes turn out better than you ever expected. And sometimes they're not going to turn out nearly as well. Mm -hmm. So we have to be willing to um, have things not turn out the way we want them to. (laughs) And, um, and so you have to give yourself room and people will call that failure. I like to call it learning. I think we can have successes. And then when things don't turn out the way we expected them to, it's like, okay, what do I learn from this? You know, it's not a failure. It's just a learning. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if we can sort of just loosen up Um, our attitudes towards ourselves. And I think having some kind of mindfulness or meditation practice um, definitely helps you do that as long as you're, you're doing it in a patient, calm way. (laughs) Um, I think that's very helpful um, to, you know, to, to, to cultivate. And then just 
consistently taking small acts of courage every day, you know, making a phone call that may feel difficult or just doing some things that um, aren't always in your daily routine, just stretching a little bit every day, uh, looking at the things on what you'd like to accomplish list and just starting with the things that seem the hardest that you have the most amount of resistance to breaking it down and just taking a little baby step. I think that will help you to build um, enormous courage and self-confidence. And even if you don't feel the self-confidence, just do it anyway. Just try it anyway, you know, and recognize, have some humor, you know, recognize that it's okay if it doesn't turn out the way, um, you know, I think it should, because at least in my life experience, uh, the things that have like the worst situations, the things that I have thought were the worst things that ever happened to me always produce something awesome. There was always something great that came out of it. So just because I think it's a failure, just because I think that that's not the way I wanted it to be, doesn't mean that it's not ultimately going to be the best thing that ever happened to you. So just have a loose attitude about that and, and uh, you know, enjoy the journey. Life is so awesome and so interesting um, that you know, just step back a bit, um, get uh, one tool to do, uh, to employ on a regular basis is to kind of just step back outside of yourself and just see yourself from a, um, you know, from the, the center of the galaxy, you know, here you are, you're on a little blue planet, uh, speeding through space at 68,000 miles an hour. Mm. And you're just down there on that little planet. You know, this is an awesome journey. The fact that you're doing what you're doing right now and I'm right here and we're having this conversation, how many things had to happen for, for, for you know, for this to occur? It's amazing. Yeah, talk about perspective. <laughs> yeah, so just, you know, just loosen up, have a sense of humor and, um, you know, be more excited about what could, what the opportunities are, what the possibilities are, because we don't know anything. We're, you know, these tiny little human beings and, you know, life is presenting itself to us every moment. Just make the most of what you can do with it and just leave the rest, you know, just surrender the rest to higher power, you know. Sure. Yeah, it's interesting that you say, you know, continue pushing yourself um, every day. I remember actually dis distinctly, uh, vividly as a teenager, I went on this Outward Bound experience, which I don't know if you're familiar with Outward Bound. Um, yeah, and it's great. It is. It was, it was great, but it was a challenge. And we uh, got out there. We were there for 10 days. On the third day, we were basically told, here's your compasses and we're going off the path. And we all were doing all this bushwhacking and it was really, really tough. And um, one of the leaders, and they weren't helping us at all. Of course, they knew the area very well, but um, we had a group probably of like 10 people um, all together backpacking. And one of the leaders, I was just feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired of doing this. You know, <laughs> like I just want to get back on a trail and uh, get back to my normal life. And one of the leaders said, you know, the more uncomfortable 
that you make yourself, the more comfortable you're going to become outside of your comfort zone. Right. And it's interesting because after that, I really started looking at life like almost like a bungee cord. And the further you get away from your comfort zone, almost the harder it pulls, like get back, get back, you know? And now I've learned to push past that, but it's Mm -hmm. so true. Just taking those small acts of courage. And then, you know, all of a sudden you realize, wow, I'm so much more braver and how far you've come. Uh, Yeah. And I think, you know, we, we all have so much potential, so much more than, than we're doing, um, than we have, but, um, you just have to be able to open yourself up to the possibilities that you don't know what's going to be best for you. But if you do your best and you reach, uh, life will unfold in amazing ways that you never thought possible, you know? Mm, Yes, yeah, absolutely. So would you say that there are any pitfalls to look out for, for people becoming more courageous? Um, You know, like one thing that always comes to mind um, is when, because I've, I've been here in this situation, but when you start to change your life, your surroundings start to change and people, you know, some people will fade out, some people will fade in and we have these different chapters of lives, but are, um, is there anything that you would say, you know, Hey, be ready for this, um, when you start acting more courageously. So, you know, when we begin changing, which you're going to do when you're courageous, cause you're going to be doing different things. People around you who are afraid of change are going to resist And so there are going to need to be shifts in who you are friends with, who you're hanging out with, because the people that are really stuck won't want to come with you. It'll be fearful for them. And who wants to be around uh, friends and family members um, consciously? I mean, if you can avoid it, why would you want to be around people who are always holding you back. You know, we all want to, if we, we have a dream and we want to go for it, we want to be surrounded by people who encourage us. Yes, we do want to have people around us who will give us the honest feedback, but it should be done in a kind and loving way with your best interests at heart. If somebody's just a naysayer and they just don't want anything to change, um, then you really don't want them, you know, in your everyday life. It's sometimes, you know, we have family members and, you know, we, we continue our relationships with them anyway, and that's fine, but it's just on a daily basis. Those kinds of people will really pull you down. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, the disadvantage of any kind of success, um, if it is a disadvantage is that the people who are fearful, who live in fear or who don't want change, um, you know, will will resist you, will be a naysayer. And so you just have to rise above it and um, go on anyway, because your life's journey, your life's purpose is ready to unfold right now. And being pulled back because somebody else is afraid to step out of their nest, that's their problem, not yours. Mm, yeah. And I think it's, I think it's John Maxwell who said, you know, change now before you must, because mm-hmm. readily change leads to growth, whereas reluctant change leads to grief. 
and I think that that is so true and it's on point with exactly what you said. Um, so I want to, I want to ask you, uh, you are a success coach, um, and you coach, you know, high level executives as well as, um, entrepreneurs. And one question that I have, uh, for you is, firstly, what do you find most important in leading yourself on a daily basis? Because obviously you're exposed to people of all kinds and, um, you know, you're also exposed to a lot of their problems and you're helping, you know, problem solve. Um, so that's my first question and, and kind of to, to, um, build on that, what it, what's the number one thing you recommend to your clients and people that you coach to lead themselves daily? Well, I think, um, you know, I think having a success mindset is the most important thing to any kind of success, whether Mm -hmm. you're an executive, an athlete, a business owner. Um, And what I mean by that is um, being able to look at what you're doing, knowing where you, knowing the direction you want to go in and acknowledging and celebrating the successes you have every day because success breeds success. It breeds confidence. And when you acknowledge and celebrate your successes on a daily basis, I think it really helps to build your own internal um, self-image as well as that that confidence. And um, so I think that's very important. And then looking at the things that didn't go as well as you'd done before and as you'd wanted and, um, and, and creating learnings out of them. So acknowledging the, the things that didn't work out perhaps or things that didn't go quite as well and saying, okay, what did I learn from this and how would I do it differently next time? That way we're always learning from our mistakes and we're always learning from other people's mistakes as well, mm-hmm. as well as building our own confidence. So I would say that that's probably uh, the most important thing. And for myself, I, um, I, 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 my clients, what's different about me than most coaches is that um, most people have programs that people can enroll in and they kind of go through it. Um, I have programs too that will help people increase their sales, improve their marketing, make more money, you know, organize them, whatever those programs are. But when I work with a client, it's not about the program. I consider myself on their team. Mm. And uh, uh, many of my clients have been with me 15, 20 years. Wow. So our relationships are very deep. They last a very long time. And, um, you know, what I find is that the larger, the, the more they grow, the more they need systems and processes and good decision-making and support that are, that's going to sustain their growth. Mm-hmm. And so the, I'm their partner. Like as long as, as once we commit to each other, I'm their partner for as long as they're going to be in business or for as long as they want me or the relationship is working and I can still, you know, still have value to offer them. So that's really what's different. And because that's my shtick or that's how I work with people, um, 
I think it's really important for myself to come to the table every day or come to work every day mm-hmm. completely authentic mm-hmm. with the exact same success mindset and the same things that I advise my clients that I'm bringing into my life. I cannot tell somebody to do something that I'm not embodying, that I'm not being. And of course I have really, I've had bad days and things happen and whatever. And when that happens, my strategy is to just be completely honest and tell my clients what's going on with me. So that they understand, you know what, I might not be here today. I might not be 100% here today because this and that happened or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I know like I lost my darling um, cat, Sophia, last mm-hmm. year. And I mean, I went through several weeks where I was in such deep grief, you know, and my clients knew and everybody was so supportive of me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I returned from, from that loss and, you know, everybody was on board and people were there. I didn't try to fake that everything was okay. You know, mm-hmm. I was very authentic. And so um, that's what I, I think that leadership uh, requires us to be all the things that we're helping people develop. But one of those things, you know, needs to be authenticity so that, um, you know, we can come across clean. I mean, if I'm, I can be, some days is t- days when I don't feel courageous. And so, um, and I'll say that, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think we have to be willing to be honest with, um, with the people that follow us and ourselves. Yes. Yeah. That's great advice. And we're all animal lovers here. So I am really sorry about your cat. That's hard. (laughs) Well, Mandy, you have offered such good advice and I really appreciate you coming on. So tell um, our listeners, how can people find you and benefit from what you're doing and join your mission? Uh, well, I have two websites um, that you can visit and uh, and and uh, sign up or call me or whatever. Find out my contact information, mandybass.com, which is just my name, um, mandybass, B-A-S-S.com. And also another website where I have my blog is mindtosucceed.com. So mindtosucceed.com. Excellent. And I highly recommend her book, Taming the Takalash Through Fear into Healing. It is an excellent story and one of a lot of courage um, that I think you guys would really enjoy. So thank you so much, Mandy, for coming on. Thank you so much, Kat. I enjoyed it very much. Thank you for listening to Parables, Life Lessons from a Horse, with me, Kat Chrysostom, as your host. If you enjoyed our show and want to learn more, check out BenefabProducts.com or subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Don't forget to join us next week when we'll discuss another important life lesson. And until then, be well and take care.